Welcome to another episode of the Father Ted Talk, broadcast here at the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Now here's Father Ted. You might remember from a little bit more than a year ago now that infamous Pew Research Center survey that came out talking about the faith of Catholics in the Eucharist, in the real presence. And the findings of this study were that only 30% of Roman Catholics believed that the Eucharist is really and truly the body and blood of Jesus Christ. That means 70% of people that call themselves Catholic don't believe that this is truly Jesus Christ in our midst. Instead, they say it's a symbol of Jesus Christ. And this is like a mind-boggling thing. This is, this is a tragedy. This, which is the source and summit of our faith, is just a symbol. It's just a figure of Jesus Christ. It stands in his place. This, which separates us from all other Christians, is reduced to a mere metaphor or image, symbol. To deny the presence of our Lord in the Eucharist is to deny one of the most important truths of our faith. The real presence is what makes us worshipers of God and not idolaters. Because if this is not Jesus Christ in the tabernacle, then we are idolaters. We are worshiping a piece of bread. But we are not idolaters. We know that this is Jesus Christ's truly present. But how did this come about? It came about because of a lack of faith. But if we say this, if we say that this is not Jesus Christ, then one of the most immediate consequences is that what else is a metaphor? What can we take seriously? Like what in fact do we believe as Catholics, as followers of Jesus Christ? Because if we can't take his words about the Eucharist literally, what else are we going to take figuratively? Any any word of our Lord in the Gospel could be reduced to a metaphor if you reduce his teaching about the Eucharist to a metaphor. Just look at how explicitly our Lord refers to the Eucharist. Today's Gospel from the Last Supper. He says, this is my body. He says, this is the chalice of my blood. It's recorded by three of the evangelists, by St. Paul as well. He's not speaking in symbolic terms here. And here we have an instance of how the words of God affect, or they bring about, what they symbolize. Like in the book of Genesis, the Lord God said, let there be light, and there was light. In the Last Supper, God made man said, this is my body, and it became his body. This is my blood, and it became his blood. Or if you remember from the Gospel of John, in the sixth chapter, Four times our Lord says over and over again, You must eat my flesh and drink my blood. And he even prefaced it with a solemn oath. He said, Truly, truly, I say to you. These are not, this is not the language which is used of somebody who's merely transmitting images and metaphors. And he didn't retract what he said either. In John chapter 6, everybody heard what he said. Everybody understood what he said. And they said, We can't follow this. We do not accept this. And they left. They abandoned Jesus because of the Eucharist. And Jesus did not go running after them saying, No, you guys misunderstood. I was just trying to speak artistically. I was trying to convey a, sim a symbol. 
he let everybody leave rather than retract what he said about the Eucharist. And if you think about it, who would have made this up? Like, who would have created this? Because that's sometimes an accusation. Sometimes people say Jesus didn't actually teach it. But who in their right minds would have said, you see this piece of bread? This is actually God. Like, that's not something human. That's not something which a person would think of. We only believe it because Jesus Christ taught it, and the church has always believed it from the beginning. Right after Pentecost, we read in the Acts of the Apostles that they joined together in prayer and for the breaking of the bread. A biblical metaphor for the Eucharist. Biblical image for the Eucharist. But if the Eucharist is just, you know, a symbol, what else is just symbolic? What else is just a metaphor? Maybe heaven's just a metaphor. Maybe there's no afterlife. Maybe the mercy of God is a metaphor. Maybe God's love for us is also symbolic and figurative. Maybe the second coming, like there won't be an end of the world after all. God just said that to scare us. If we're going to take our Lord at his word, we have to believe in the Eucharist. But so many people fail to do that. They fail to take our Lord at his word. There's a lack of faith in the words of our Lord. Because it does take faith. It's not as if this is super obvious. It's not as if everybody and anybody can come to this conclusion. This is a gift from God. The belief in the Lord in the Eucharist is a gift from God. But it takes the same kind of faith that the apostles had. Because the apostles saw the man Jesus Christ. They saw somebody with two arms, two legs, a face, hair, all that other stuff. And they said, this is God. My Lord and my God is what St. Thomas the Apostle said. We look at the Eucharist. We see these external features of bread, the smell of bread, the taste of bread, the feel of bread, and we say this is God. So it takes faith. But we can make the Apostles' prayer our own. Because the Apostles believed in Jesus, but they they had struggles. And so the Apostles said, Lord, we believe. Now increase my faith. They needed more faith. And we could often use more faith as well in the Eucharist. And because we know that Jesus Christ is present in that Eucharist, the procession that we're going to have after today's Mass takes on a very special form. Because after the Mass, we're going to be following not just the priest, not just a statue. We're going to be following Jesus Christ through the grotto after today's Mass. Just like in his days on earth, when our Lord went about Galilee and Judea doing good, and he was followed by usually a crowd. So to us today, we are going to be the crowd following our Lord in procession. You might remember this one scene from the Gospel of our Lord leaving the town of Jericho. He's making his way to Jerusalem. And as usual, there's a kind of, there's a small multitude around him listening to him as he's teaching on the way. And as they leave Jericho, with our Lord in the front, there's a man, a blind man, sitting by the side of the road by the name of Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus hears the tumult of the crowd, and he asks, what's going on? Why is everybody so excited? And they tell him, Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth is passing by. And if somebody were to see us today walking around the grotto following the Eucharist, and somebody were to ask us, what's going on? What are you doing? We could tell them, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And in the same way that Bartimaeus cried out to the Lord and he said, 
Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. That's what we want to say as well in the midst of this procession. We want to talk to the living God who is there in our midst, leading us forward. We want to show Him what we are suffering from. Bring to Him our petitions so that He might heal us like He healed Bartimaeus. So Jesus Christ is in our midst. That's why the Eucharist is not just one more of many sacraments. It is the sacrament of sacraments. It is the sacrament to which all the other sacraments are oriented. We only receive the other sacraments in order to get ourselves to the Eucharist, because the Eucharist is God. The Catechism says it is the source and summit of our life. And every time the Holy Spirit is invoked, and the words that Jesus Christ used at the Last Supper are recited by a priest over bread and wine, that bread and wine becomes truly his body and blood. And now we need to act in accord with that belief. There are many things that we could and should do if this really is Jesus Christ. But just to name one, we need to make Sunday Mass the top priority of our week. There's this famous story about these marchers from a town of Abitine in the year 304. So this is when the Roman Empire was persecuting Christians. The prefect of, a, of the town of Abitine, he came up to the Christians during the week. And he told them if they assembled for the Mass on Sunday, they would be arrested and they would be executed. Sunday comes around. All 49 Christians from that town were found in the church. And the prefect was shocked. Like, what are you doing here? I told you I was going to arrest you and have you executed if you gathered here. And then one of them, these future martyrs of Abatine, responded simply saying, Sine Dominico non possumus. Without the Lord, we can do nothing. That's what needs to be in our hearts as well. Without the Lord, we can do nothing. They were willing to sacrifice their lives in order to go to Mass on Sunday. We have this awesome privilege of receiving the Creator of the universe every time we come. And we need Jesus. Recognizing that is what made Archbishop Lori recently announce that starting on June 26th, the dispensation from the Sunday obligation is going to be lifted. That means, thanks be to God, the pandemic is coming to an end, restrictions are being lifted, math churches are more open, mass is more available. So if we reside in the Archdiocese of Baltimore, it means we have to start going to mass again on Sundays, just like before coronavirus. And this is not just an obligation that you have to fulfill. This is like being told, thou shalt deposit your winning lottery tickets. It's an obligation. You must eat food. We are being told by our Archbishop, we must eat the bread of angels. We must receive our Lord and participate in the sacrifice of the Mass. And that's what we're going to do right before we head out in this procession. We're going to follow our Lord's command. He didn't say, if you want to, eat my body. If you feel like it, drink my blood. He said, take and eat. Take and drink. The imperative, a command. Because he knew we needed his body and blood. And so as we receive his body and blood in today's Mass, if we have prepared ourselves by confessing our serious sins, let us turn to Our Lady and ask her to increase that faith in our Lord's presence in the Eucharist 
so that we might always act as if this was truly Jesus Christ and get to Mass on Sundays regardless of how difficult it might be for us.